Father, we thank you for the songs that have been sung. We thank you, God, for the prayers that have been prayed. We thank you for the opportunity to worship in giving, and now it has come time for us to hear your voice through your word. So, Father, we ask that you will touch our hearts, our minds, and our spirit, that we will hear what your voice is saying to us. We thank you for this opportunity to speak to your people. And, Father, we just declare even now that it will fall upon the good soil of their hearts and gain great root. We thank you and we honor you for it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We are now into our third episode of our series, Praying Through. Uh, I must tell you that this may be our shortest episode. Um, and you'll find out why in just a moment. Our starting statement for today is sometimes we struggle with knowing how to pray. But Jesus teaches us to approach God as our Father. We pray to God as our Father who loves us and cares about the things that we care about. And with that being said, when we started off this series of praying through, episode number one, we talked about praying through busyness. Then after praying through busyness, our episode number two was praying through transgression. And today, we're going to be talking about praying through how to pray. Praying through how to pray. Our definitions are praying is asking or supplicating to entreat for or to seek by earnest prayer. Through is from end to end or from side to side of. And adoration is homage paid to one in high esteem. Profound veneration, intense regard and love or fervent devotion. We're going to be in Matthew, the sixth chapter, starting at the fifth verse in the English Standard Version. And it says, Matthew, the sixth chapter, starting at that fifth verse. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you that they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. With that being said, Jesus in the ninth verse says, Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, how be your name? Your kingdom come, your will be done. 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Father, we thank you for your word. We just pray that it falls upon the good soul of our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, one of the first uh, prayers that, that, that I learned was, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. And I learned that some 50-something, 60-something, some, 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 a whole bunch of years ago, I learned that. And, it's, and it resonated with me. I remember my mom said, it's time for you to learn to pray. And we got side by side up to bed, and she said, repeat after me. And after a while, I was saying it at, as she was listening to it. And, you know, and we always had our same ending. Lord bless mama, bless daddy, bless grandma, and everybody. Amen. And we had this process, this, this way to learn to interact with God. Now, I at the time, I really didn't understand who God was, but I knew that there was something significant about prayer. And so today, as, as we reflect upon it, uh, I, I remember when I was playing football back in the day, uh, and we would, at the end of our, our game, we would all get on one knee and, and we would, uh, uh, would pray. And, 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 we, and we would always end our prayer with what is now called the Lord's Prayer. Now, the problem is, that a lot of us know about what we call the Lord's Prayer. But a lot of us don't really do the Lord's Prayer. And so we run into some complications because then it just becomes vain words. It becomes just something to say. And we lose the aspect of the power of what it is that we're saying. So Jesus was, 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 when he was teaching what we call the Lord's Prayer, it was when he was doing his Sermon on the Mount. And, and those of you that are watching the, the series, The Chosen, um, that's what season three is going to be about, us going into, which starts in about two weeks, I believe it is. Uh, it's going to be, that's a shameless plug for The, the Chosen. So, but the thing is, it's this big thing that he's getting ready to do to begin to proclaim his purpose on the earth. Now, First, Jesus said, when he starts us out, he, 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 he started off with saying, you have to understand that you have an intimate relationship with God. 
an intimate relationship with God. This is a relationship that, that both is respectful and dependent and affectionate and intimate. It has all these parts wrapped up in it. The, the issue that we run into is that when we call God Father, we, we indirectly or directly look at our earthly father and see the shortcomings of our earthly father and attest that to God the Father. So we end up not having the intimacy, the, the, the dependency, the uh, respectfulness, or the affection toward God the Father because of what we see on our earthly father. But we have to understand that in those days, the day that Jesus was talking about, fatherhood meant more to those people because the, 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 if you were not the father, you kind of were nothing. They were, the, uh, uh, the children were just powerless social dependents. The fathers were viewed as the strong providers and, and examples on whom their children could depend. And so Jesus summons us to pray not like the pagans do, but with a dependence on God as he is the one that will provide what it is that we're asking for. <coughs> and so we can walk in this power because he watches over his uh, uh, watches over us and his desire is for us to be blessed. Amen. This also means that the father uh, desires to have this intimate communion with us. So to be effective in prayer is not necessarily about having a complex ritual, knowing all the words to say, knowing the right order in which to say them, and, and, and setting it all up so it becomes this elaborate dissertation, but it is simply a cry of faith that is predicated upon an assured relationship. See, the earnest brevity and the simplicity of, of this prayer that Jesus was telling them does not fit the cry of complacent and the self-satisfied. But it fits the, the criteria of those that are humble, those that are lowly, those that are broken, those that are desperate. Because it's not about them pointing at themselves, it's pointing at the God who has everything. This Lord's Prayer is, is, is for those that have nowhere else to go but to God. And, and, and it says that the meek who will inherit the earth. They have nowhere else to go, but they go to God. Because they have confidence that he is able to do that what they need. One of my favorite writers, N.T. Wright, says that the Lord's Prayer, like good art, is so simple that a child can pray it. Amen. 
but it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. The prayer emphasizes the power of God, our relationship to him as children to their father, provision for our daily needs, forgiveness, engagement in the kingdom of God, and protection from evil. The prayer hits all the important points that we experience as humans. But again, it is so simple, but simultaneously so complex because it meets the needs of our experiences. And that's why it, 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 when, we, when we're teaching the Lord's Prayer, when we're giving our, our children that example of, of, of the Lord's Prayer, and as we're talking them through this, that it's not that they understand so much of the depth of it, it's that they understand the words that they're saying. And what I mean by this is that we don't have to give them the Greek, the Hebrew, and the Aramaic of everything that they're praying, but giving them to understand that there is a father that will never leave them, that will never forsake them. David said, when my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord will lift me up. He will put me in the right place. He will keep me. He, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. He's there at all times. <laughs> and so the complication that we run into when we look at this is that we struggle to believe that certain things are important enough to bother God. Jesus. I, don't, I, I don't need to pray about this. It's, it's, it's just a small thing. It's, not, it's just a small thing, God. I, I'll handle it myself. But in contrast, if you think about children, children ask, and some of us get mad at them because they ask everything. They ask the children are good examples of coming to God with any need. A, a child will get down to pray, and they'll pray for their goldfish. They'll pray for their dog, their cat, the rat, the bat. They'll pray for the, the, uh, the man that they saw walking across. They'll pray about everything. They'll pray about when they get up to go to school. They'll pray about, and you'll be sitting there beside them as you listen to them praying and say, they're going to pray about their whole day. Yes, you might want to follow that example. Yes. You might want to kind of listen to what the child is saying because they're saying you told them that you could you are to talk to God about everything, but for some reason we thinking that God's too big or too not concerned about our everything. Right. <laughs> oh man, they pray. Uh, they they pray for everything, they, and and they, and they don't worry about people or they don't worry about how how to say it exactly they just be like and lord thank you for the for you know the forder and 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 you know they they, they ain't not worried about it and they're not trying to be all eloquent in how they express it they just said you can talk to god so i'm gonna talk to god i have a little nephew who that young man talks from I believe from when he wake up, and I believe he even talk in his sleep. 
He's always just talking and he and he provides question or he provides direction in his questions. Why are you here when he comes to visit me at my house? Why are you here? Where and, 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 and he, 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 he is always asking questions. And if we could kind of get that same attitude and realize that God's not like us. He wants that interaction. He wants that intimacy with us. He wants to know what we have on our mind because he already knows. He just wants us to know that he knows. He already knows what's bothering you. He already knows what's, what is troubling you. He already knows, but he's not going to uh, force himself into the situation. He wants to be invited. It's just like if you were getting, if you were into a, a fight with someone and, and, and you seem to be doing pretty good, so you're just like, and God's over there saying, you want me to jump in? No, I got it. And you're still going, you're still going, but then you get tired. But you're thinking, oh, I've been whooping on them so I can continue to go. And, and God's like, you need me to jump in? No, no, I still got it. Then they start putting that whooping on you. And then you start to feel like you're going to lose. And then what do we do? Lord, come here, jump in, jump in. This is the same type of mentality that we have, not in any type of interaction that we have. God's like, I'm right here, I'm ready to jump in. You wouldn't even have to exhaust that strength if you'd have just said, come on in here, Lord, help me with this. But sometimes we just like to, for some reason, I'm trying to figure this out about myself, why do I want to... Use up my strength when God said he got to take care of it for me. I'm trying to figure that out about myself. Because we got to realize that <laughs> we do not pray to tell God what he does not know. We're not trying to inform God something he do not know. Or, or, or no, nor do we need to remind him of things that he, he may have forgotten. He already cares for the things that we are praying about. He's just been simply waiting for us to care about them with him. When can we get to that mentality? When can we get to that mindset where we're just like, Lord, take care of this. Now, I told you this today wasn't going to be long, and I, and I wasn't kidding, because this is more of... I'm giving you a little foundation, but now I'm going to give you some tasking. So what is it that we need to do? We're talking about praying through how to pray. So I remember from a long time ago that they, when, when uh, we were talking about prayer, they had this method for us to pray. And the method was called the Acts Model. That's A-C-T-S. And it stands for adoration or praising God for who he is. A is for adoration. Did you show that to the people? Thank you. 
because he is our creator, he's our provider, he's our father. We just want to take that time to recognize who he is. It reminds me of the little boy or the little girl, it, it don't matter. But the dad will be sitting there watching TV and, and the child will walk in there and you are the biggest, greatest father ever, daddy. I just love you. You just, you just so good. And you, and they just say all these things to the dad. The dad end up cutting the TV off and looking at them. And he'll be like, "Oh, thank you so much." But now, if you have, if you're an experienced father, the next question will be, "What you want?" <laughs> but the newer fathers will be like, "Oh, that's so much," because then they're going to be coming with a request. But on this one, when we stand before God and we just want to let, we want to let him know that we know who he is and that he loves us that much. So the adoration is that we're going to be declaring that he is God and that he is all that he is. The next one, C. C is for confession of sins. Now, we talked about last week, we talked about how sometimes our transgressions cause us not to want to go before God. But once you have provided him with that adoration and you have looked at how big he is, he is bigger than whatever caused you to fall. And he can help you through that. That's why 1 John 1 and 9 comes into effect that he's faithful and just to cleanse us. Forgive us, and he will cleanse us from all the unrighteousness because he's bigger than what it is that you have transgressed with. And because of that, he can cause you to get back in the right standing. So the first thing we do is A, adoration. The second thing we do is C, which is confession. The next thing we do is T, which is thanksgiving. We want to thank the Lord. And I, 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 when I put this together, I was just laughing. We want to thank the Lord for everything he has done, he is doing, and will do in your life. That's a lot of thanking. That's a lot of thanking. And a lot of us just need to stay on the ACT because we've been doing so much S. That, you know, we probably got enough S built up already. But S is for supplication. And supplication is asking for specific needs to be met. For asking God to work for your request. But sometimes we just need to stay with that A, that C, and that T. And a lot of times when you get on that T and you just start thanking God for Put it, yeah, thank you, baby, you're working with me. For everything he has done. Think about what God has done. And if you start writing this down and, and looking at what he has, that you can remember what he has done. And he'll bring back to memory the thing that you just thought was, oh, that car almost hit me. No, thank God that I... I I accelerated just a little bit at the time so the car missed me or 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 
he, I turned at the right time. And you see what I'm saying? You can look at some things that have happened in your life and realize that God's hand was in it from the beginning. The things that he's doing in your life right now that he's moving you toward and thanking him for the, 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 the struggle that you're going through because you cannot have success without resistance. You can't become successful without some shortcomings or some, some what we call failures. Because failures are only failures if we do not continue in the process. They're just resets. They're just, okay, that way don't work. Let me try a different way. And he allows us to go through this so that we can grow, so that we can have resistance, so that we can gain strength to go forward. And then you just think about what he will do in your life. Just, just staying there and just realizing, man, God, you've done this, and you've allowed me to see this, and you have done this for me, and Lord, I, I'm just expecting that you're going to open up more doors for me, and that you're going to use me more for your glory, and as you begin to just thank him for all that, you realize that you're blessed even though you're a mess. And so we have to grab hold of this and realize that there is a simple process. It's, it doesn't take us having to go and learn, a prayer, go to a prayer school to learn how to pray. Sometimes we make complex the simplest of things, but if we just adore him, confess to him, thank him, and then finally ask him, I think it will cause us to go a little bit further in our intimacy and our respectable, our respected dependence upon him. Yes. I'm challenging us this week to implement this acts model in our life. Every day this we take time out. Every day this we take time out to implement this acts model of prayer. And I'm telling you that next Sunday when we talk about episode number four, you are going to be set up for episode number four in such a way that you are going to be glad that you did it. Every day this week, put the X model in effect. Every day this week, put the X model in effect. And it will cause you to be in a place prepared for episode number four, which is our final episode of Praying Through. We talked about coming, we talked about dealing with busyness, we talked about uh, praying through our transgression, and now we're talking about how to pray so that we will be ready for episode number four, which is next week, and you'll get the title next week when you show up. With that being said, if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I just want to let you know right now that it's not a hard process and it's not a difficult thing to do. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you shall be saved. It says, for with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And our desire is for you to be in right standing with God. There's nothing that you can do 
outside of Jesus to get in right standing with God. You have to accept what Jesus has done. It is a gift that he has provided for you in order for you to get in right standing with God. And so we want you to grab hold of that and to walk in that. And this is the thing. This is not uh, an individual thing. This is a team thing. We're coming together. We're going to come alongside you and assist you along this journey. And with that being said, you can get in contact with us by email or by a text. If you want to email us, it's info at godshousecc.com. If you want to text us, it's 864-920-0100. And we will come alongside you and assist you along this journey. Because we want the best for you and all that God has for you. It doesn't mean that all your problems are going to disappear. It's going to mean that you are going to be able to overcome yeah, your problems. And that is the key. Because we need resistance in order to grow. And so with that being said, this is Friends and Family. Episode number three is in the books. Told you it was going to be a shorter one today because you got homework this week. Set, uh, starting today. Axe model, in effect, to set you up for episode number four next Sunday. With that being said, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name.